right. Hello, and welcome back to Flay Inside, the Center College podcast. I'm your host, Lauren, and I'm here with the other co-host, Aaron. Hello, everyone. How's it going? We have a very special episode today. Today, we're going to touch a little bit more on the student-athlete experience here at Center and what it's like to be a colonel. And so we're very excited to have a special guest with us today. We have Janelle Anthony Downs, who is our Assistant Athletic Director for Development on campus. She was a longtime coach on campus, too, and worked with field hockey. We are very excited to have her here today, and I'll let her introduce herself as well. Yes, thank you for having me. As Lauren said, my name is Janelle Downs. I'm the newly appointed Assistant Athletic Director for development, served as the head field hockey coach here for 11 seasons, and I'm very excited to be making another step in my career at the place that gave me my first real career opportunity as a coach, so very excited to be here. That's awesome. Yeah. Very cool. So you're not from Kentucky, and and Danville, You can right? probably tell from the sound of my voice <laughs> that I'm not. But I'm originally born and raised Northeast Pennsylvania. I am a graduate from Susquehanna University where I got my undergraduate degree in graphic design and advertising. And then from there, I went on to pursue my master's degree at Manhattanville College right outside New York City. I was there for two years and received a master's in sports business administration. In that time, I really found my love for coaching. I slightly pivoted from what I thought I was going to be doing professionally and did a little bit of research, stumbled upon Center College and saw that they were looking to hire a new head field hockey coach, put in my application, and the rest is kind of history. It's it's crazy how, how quickly you can pivot, but I'm very thankful that, you know, Center saw something in me that I didn't truly see in myself right away, and, and I'm still here, so I'm mm-hmm. very, very excited. Yeah, we're both Kentucky transplants, too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Aaron's closer to your way. Yeah. From Northeast, Boston, Mass. So. Boston, Mass, mm-hmm. nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, no, no, yeah, we all got here somehow. Not what I expected either. But okay, I love it. Well, that's awesome. So, looking back more on your college experience, were you a student athlete? Did you play field hockey in college too? Yes. And what was that experience like? It was an amazing experience. The coach that recruited me was only there for my freshman season, and then we were able to get a new coach my sophomore year, who was phenomenal. I'm still incredibly close with her. But I I had such a great experience because I really made sure to sit down and think about what I wanted my college experience to be. I don't think those conversations are happening enough, especially in high school, because I think at that point you you think you know who you are, but you really don't in terms of what your expectations for college are. And I was a part of a traveling club field hockey program that was trained and bred to go division one period that was it there was no other road division one or bust i slowly realized that maybe i didn't want field hockey 24 7 365 by doing that i was able to stumble upon a division three school private liberal arts very similar to center where i was able to be more than an athlete so i had a wonderful athletic experience I definitely didn't come close to touching the number of championships that we have with field hockey here, so I've been able to vicariously live through the girls on the team a little <laughs> bit more that way. But I, I'm thankful for the experience that I had because I was able to dedicate my time to my studies, very long hours in the lab for graphic design and advertising, but I was also able to be a part of a sorority and join other clubs on campus. So I was very thankful for my all-around D3 experience and everything else that it encompassed beyond me being able to be on the field hockey team so it's a very very rewarding time in my life for sure yeah I think 
that's so important too and I love what you're saying about students like envisioning their college experience and that, like really sitting down to think about it because when I was on you know a travel swim team and we swam nationally like we had people I don't know I don't think we talked a lot about what the divisions were like and what the differences were going to like a D1 D2 D3 like I feel like I learned more about that from my high school like counselor but even in the athletics t- world i we didn't really talk about that ever. And I don't think I knew enough about, like, what would my day-to-day look like? Because <laughs> I'm like, okay, I know that D1 has scholarships for swimming. And I know D3 doesn't. But what does the rest look like? And, yeah, for you, like, if you, when, especially when you were recruiting with field hockey, how would you, like, how would you explain D3? Like, how did you, and it's hard because I feel like all I do is use my experience because I got to do everything that you <laughs> talked about, which is why I wanted to do D3. But, like, how do you explain that to someone who has, like, no idea? Well, The way that I put it is you get the best of everything. And then I elaborate a little bit more on top of, you know, are there certain majors that you're exploring or do you already know exactly what you want to do? It's okay if you don't know what you want to do either. That is totally fine. That is also the beauty of looking at Division Three private liberal arts schools is that typically if you don't really know what you want to do, there are people there that are going to give you the personal attention to mentor you and give you the tools that you need to figure out what you want to do within your time there. But in terms of just recruiting in D3, I said that you're more than an athlete. Your commitment to your team is also not all year round for what Division One looks like. So within the rules of Division Three, we have our set traditional season. So for field hockey specifically, that is the fall season. So the girls will move in early in August before class starts. They'll start training, go through season. That typically wraps up at the beginning of November. Once you're done, then your commitment to the team is pretty much done in terms of you know practices every day so at that point you're wrapping up meetings you're maybe thinking about what they want to focus on for the spring but their commitment to the team is done and they can refocus everything they want on their academics finish up the fall semester strong with you know their participation in clubs and whatever that may be and then in the non-traditional season we are very limited to how much training we can actually go through with the athletes so for the fall sports that do the non-traditional in the spring, you're allowed 15 coach practices, and that usually entails the coaches present giving instruction. But if you think about 15 compared to what a full season is, that seems very limited and small, but the whole idea behind it is that pure form of amateurism and pure love of the game. So Division Three puts more of a priority on discovering and developing outside of who you are as an athlete. And I think there's something so powerful and something that should be more celebrated within Division Three because all of our student athletes that are here and in D3 in general are doing it because they purely love their sport, but maybe they also have some interests elsewhere. And as soon as someone sat down and explained to me that's what Division Three looked like, I immediately hooked on to that. Mm-hmm. I immediately related to that. And I said, that's exactly what I want my college experience to be like, but it took for someone actually explaining that to me. And then I've now taken that into our recruiting and made our recruits and their families very aware that we look at your daughter as more than just a field hockey player. And we want to be able to bring her here because she can see herself here, but she can also see herself beyond the playing field, uh, beyond the weight room, and really as a community member within the campus and explore some other avenues. Mm -hmm. So to me, D3 equals just as much of commitment, but we're scaled back just a little bit more, but we're still striving to win national championships every year. So it's a really good balance all around. Yeah.
I love I love what you're saying too about you get to be so much more because I feel like when I came to center I feel like I found so many more parts of my identity because I wasn't just the swimmer I was in high school like in my high school it was like well she does swimming and that's all she does and then at center it's like oh I get to like be really involved with with research and internships and service and you know I got to find so many more things I was interested in and passionate about and like it was really reassuring because I came to center and I was like I don't know what else there is (laughs) like I don't know what else I like (laughs) but it was like I felt like I even though I had so much time that I spent with my sports team I still had so much time to like explore that outside of it too which I think was really cool and I think one common misconception is oh my financial aid package will be you know it won't be as good from a d3 school because they don't have athletic scholarships but typically that ends up not being the case (laughs) and so because in even though we don't do specific athletic scholarships we do view athletics and involvements as being a big part of who you are as a Mm -hmm. student and that really does play into your scholarship package here at center too which really helps it's also very rare at division one to get a full ride the percentage of high school athletes that actually get a full scholarship offer are very slim to none Mm -hmm. and i think for me, I'm, I'm never going to say one is stronger or better than the other because mm-hmm. I think that each division caters to a specific type of student athlete, yeah. but it's understanding what you need and what your needs are and then going through that process with your family and really trying to make sure that you're putting yourself in a good spot. And more often than not, most of our athletes that have come through have you know, provided us feedback that they have been overall packaged better at a small private Division three school mm-hmm. than at most Division one and two institutions because we're also recruiting high-caliber student-athletes that are very strong in the classroom, and they're getting rewarded for that hard work. And that's not always the case mm-hmm. at a lot of bigger institutions. Mm-hmm. So I think that's something that also makes Center unique to a lot of other of our competitors, yeah, honestly. I like the piece that you're talking about too. It's kind of like for D3 sports, it's developing not only the athlete because like you said, we're still getting the competitiveness. You're having a love for the sport, but you're also developing the person, like developing their, what their interests are in their academics, but then also in their social life too. And then what they want for the future. And I always think that's a really important part when explaining D3 athletes or athletics in general. It's like, you're so much more than an athlete. You're mm-hmm every piece of you like yes we understand we love your sport you love your sport but you also other pieces of you that you need to explore and kind of expand at the same time absolutely i think there's a general misconception that you know we're very focused on our practices and training and winning championships and winning a national championship the majority of the daily behaviors and how we're working with our student athletes are giving them necessary life tools that are going to carry them on well past graduation day time management dealing with accountability, dealing with adversity, mm-hmm. working through working through injuries, working through mental toughness, learning how to work within a group setting, which is essentially what the majority of us do. I work in the athletic department, you're in the missions department, you work with other people, you're a part of a team within your everyday life. So a lot of the things that, it's the intangibles that we're also being able to teach with the students. So even though we have our faculty, staff designations, we're all educating with different mediums per se. So we may be on the playing field, we may be competing, but we're also having a more of a stronger impact all around than just going to practice, going to lift, competing. So it goes beyond that for sure. And going off that too, I know you're now working in athletic development, which we'll touch on a little bit later, yeah. <laughs> but you spent 11 years as a field hockey coach here, which is really impressive that you spent <laughs> that much time <laughs> <laughs> having some friends who are on that team. <laughs> yeah. But I 
like I know just from my own personal experience because you coach some of my very best friends that you were so much more than just a coach to them and you were a mentor and a role model and you went above and beyond and I think that's what a lot of our coaches here do which is really inspiring and commendable that this is not a nine-to-five job which I know that they know (laughs) but I'm just like I'm curious for student athletes out there listening who have really close relationships with coaches like what is the role of a coach in a college setting and especially specifically at center like what does that relationship look like I don't know, what are ways that you went out of your way to take care of student-athletes? Because I know you did that, so I'm just curious about that, too. I think the relationship is started in the recruiting process. Before an application is even submitted, typically we've already been in touch with that recruit for about two years. So we know them very well. We know their family very well. I like to say it starts there because that's where the educating part happens. This is who we are. This is who I am. These are the goals that we have for the team. These are the things that Center is going to provide you as a student athlete and the experiences that it's going to provide you. So throughout the recruiting process, just like we said before, those conversations aren't always happening in high school. I like to have those conversations on day one of the recruiting process. Because again, you said there's so many unknowns. So it's better to kind of go over that on day one. And I've always been very transparent, very open and very honest because at the end of the day, This isn't about me when I was the field hockey coach. This isn't about us trying to win a national championship. This isn't about us, you know, me recruiting a student athlete thinking that, oh, well, they'll just be good because we'll be able to really get over our toughest competitor that we haven't been able to beat for years. I've never approached it from that standpoint. And I honestly believe that because I didn't approach it from that standpoint is why our team had success. I was very open and honest immediately told them if I think there needed to be something improved upon. If there was something that happened with a family member, if something came up personal or anything like that, I always told the players that they could come and talk to me. It's an open door policy and it's not nine to five, it's a 24 seven, 365. And especially for our out of state students that were on the team, I'm the closest contact in terms of, well, you know, mom and dad are in a whole other state across the country. So being able to provide that support in the recruiting process and to let the parents know and the student know that we care about them first as a person and genuinely want them to just be successful and be happy in their time here and strive to be their best, I think set me off very strongly in terms of fostering that relationship with them from day one. And then beyond that, you know, anytime someone on our team had a presentation, whether it was for the Rice Symposium or they were performing in the orchestra or any other events on campus, I always stress the importance of being there in person to support them. Because again, if we are talking about our student athletes being more than an athlete, they're involved in other things on campus, which is the beauty of being a student athlete here at Center. And I wanna be able to get around to all of those things. But I think taking a personal investment, showing them that you care about them first and foremost as a person more so than an athlete. At the end of the day, I was just authentically myself. And I think that many of the recruits and families saw that and it worked very well. And we have so many coaches that have that same philosophy. And I think overall, that's why you see athletics as a whole is a very strong part of campus. And also they're very successful, both on their competing fields and in the classroom as well. So Mm -hmm. yeah, so I think just being myself and being open and honest with our recruits and families has has definitely been been a plus Mm -hmm. all around. And it has fostered some great relationships in the long term, for sure. I also like the fact that 
a lot of our coaches, I feel like, are very reachable. I mean, anybody on Center's campus is really mm-hmm. reachable, but when you have all those intersections of being an athlete, of oh, I, the Rice Symposium where you might have a presentation or a research lab, something going on, just having your coaches being able there and being present and mm-hmm. saying, like, oh, well, great job. Like, you did great in the academic realm as well, so let me go and support you in that respect. I think that sets us apart really well from, say, D2 or D1 school where I feel like the main focus is a lot just like sports, 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 sports. Yeah, I don't know. There's just something different about being seen, being present by your coach, and just being available, like, emotionally as well. Yeah, and that's why I think, again, center is very unique and really important to make sure that you are present and are around on campus because you are the constant. You are the constant that's here, that's being able to be there for them when you know, maybe a lot of their family members can't be there. Same thing with graduation day. Our entire staff will go out in front of Sutcliffe, and when they do their walk across campus, all the coaches and athletic administrators will be out there cheering on the senior athletes that are graduating and the fifth years, just celebrating them in, in their final walk through campus. So I, I can't say enough good things about, about our department and just the built-in camaraderie uh, between all of our programs, for sure. I do. I love the camaraderie between the programs. I think that's really cool. I think in my expectations coming to center, I was like, okay, I'm going to be on the swim team. I'm going to be friends with the swim team. And maybe I'll make some friends outside of that. But I had so many other friends on other sports teams. Like Mm -hmm. the girls I lived with every year were doing other sports. And it was so cool to have, I don't know, that connection between athletics that wasn't just my team too. It's like, you get it, but I get to learn so much more about your sport and what you do. And I meet people on your team. And I'd never heard of field hockey before I got to center. (laughs) (laughs) My best friend and roommate was the captain. And so it's like, I learned so much. And, and, but it, it, I didn't expect to have so many connections within athletics on different teams and in different programs too. And it was so cool to see like the different leadership opportunities that are available for athletes with athletics and all over campus too. One question I have for you, and I think this is a question I see a lot, especially for students who are already very involved in high school and want to come to college and be super involved. And they're just kind of wondering like what a day in the life on campus looks like as a student athlete. Like what is our class schedule set up like? When is practice? When do they eat? I just wondered if you had a good example of that. It's a great question. So in terms of daily schedule, I would say it really depends on obviously what your major is. So I'll give an example more so of like your first year. It's very standard to probably have the 8 a.m. class. So typically it's get up, eat breakfast if you do, head off to class. Typically that runs from, I would say, 8 to 11 is pretty standard for for the bulk of the players that we had on the field hockey team. And then typically they're heading to lunch. They have some afternoon classes. But usually during that break, they might have like a meeting with a coach, you know, a 30-minute meeting to break down film, just in prep for practice later that day. One thing that I would always go over heavily with our prospective students and their families is we have a block that is set up in the afternoon. So once class is let out at 4.15 or 4 o'clock, depending on which classes they are, we will conduct athletic training practices from 4.15 to about 8, 8.30. Some might roll over just a little bit because we are a Division three institution. We do have shared facilities. So in terms, I'll, give, I'll use men's and women's soccer as an example. One is typically taking the earlier time slot in the afternoon and one is taking the later time slot because they have a shared field. So it really depends on where we are in the year, 
where we are in season. And then typically when practices are over, they are showering, getting treatment done in the athletic training room, and then heading to dinner, and then spending the rest of the night either studying, going to a convo, going into a review session, whatever it may be. So it really depends on what your major is, that'll affect your class schedule. But we've also have built in conversations with a lot of our athletes to talk about their class scheduling. We will never tell them when they should take something and when they shouldn't because it is pretty much up to them and it is what they're going professional in when they're done with their four years, not their sport, most likely. So we want to make sure to make that a priority. But I would always encourage the girls. I said, hey, if you are an accident prone person or an injury prone person like I was try not to have that class sitting up till four because you'll probably want to go to the athletic training room to get some pre-stuff done before practice so that you are ready and good to go for for training later that day so that's what a week typically looks like and then in terms of the weekend most of the competitions when we're playing other programs are on the weekend you'll get an occasional weeknight competition and those are typically against local in-state colleges for a lot of our programs but For field hockey specifically, our games would be on the weekend so that it wouldn't interfere too much with the week and what was going on during the week. So hopefully that answers (laughs) your question in terms of daily schedule. How do you think they manage all that? Or even speaking from your experience, how did you manage it as a student athlete? It's not easy. I will tell you that you have to be very strong with time management. And if you are, if you aren't, excuse me, if you aren't strong with time management, it will be forced upon you <laughs> once once you are here. So the one thing that I have found that has worked very well for a lot of our student athletes is providing a full season calendar. So they know where every practice is, they know where we're gonna be on certain weekends, they know what days they might have a day off. That way, if they needed to have any meetings with professors or have to catch up on anything, they would be able to go and schedule that and do so. However, we've also been, I think, very flexible as as a coaching staff in the past that if you need to come late to a training session or leave early from a training session due to a meeting with a professor or a convocation, most, I would say the majority of our coaches are really good with allowing those students to go as long as they hold themselves accountable and let the coaches know ahead of time so that it doesn't shake up too much with the with the practice plan too much. I would say time management's your best friend. If you don't use a planner, use a planner (laughs) for sure. (laughs) It is much of a commitment and being in season is definitely a roller coaster and a grind. But once that concludes, I've had former players coming to me all the time. They don't know what to do with all the extra time that they have now, but it's just about reprioritizing and figuring out what works within their schedule. Yeah, I think that's great advice. I always tell people to get a planner. I'm like, you need to write it down because yeah. it's hard to yeah. keep track and you're in charge. Yes, <laughs> which is charge. exciting, but it is. A lot Welcome of to college. You're yeah. an adult now, so it's time to put that in your planner and ready to go. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, now my Outlook calendar is my adult planner, so it's fine. So one qu- one thing I wanted to touch on towards the end now is your new role and the new exciting yeah. things coming to Center and to coming to Center Athletics. So I'm just curious about how your new role is going. What are your big responsibilities in your role? How do you see yourself still supporting student athletes? What has that all been like? Yes, well, I'm very fortunate that I believe in my second or third year, I took over the Student Athlete Advisory Council, SAC. So I'm still working with them very closely because a lot of the stuff that I will now be doing through development, I'm able to use them and use their help for a lot of that. But 
in a way, I've always enjoyed working with SAC because I get to be a little bit closer with the student athletes. So I'm still working with them, but mainly I'm responsible for fundraising within the department, working with our corporate sponsors, meeting with all of our individual coaches to go over their specific needs. So for example, two of our teams are traveling to Ireland in May, football and women's soccer. So I've been helping them a little bit with their fundraising efforts to help, you know, less than we know those flight costs are very expensive right now. <laughs> so we're trying to work to lower those a little bit for those teams. But overall, my goal is to be able to keep those strong relationships with our coaches, have those conversations, and think about what they may need moving forward. So, you know, field hockey was going, was going to go on a broad trip this summer as well, so we were in talks of trying to fundraise for them. And then obviously any additional needs of our programs, we will have conversations about that. So I work very closely with the Alumni and Development Office, and we're going to be planning our big Center Louisville golf outing, which is coming up in August. But we'll have a series of events throughout the year that we invite alums back and try to give back to the athletic department to to help us out as a whole and also with individual teams as well. Yeah, it's really, it's cool as an alum to get to see like all the different ways our alumni base is giving back and friends of the college and seeing the exciting ways it's like going straight to student athletes and to their experience and it is really meaningful and it's exciting too. It's really blown me away, honestly, and I think that's why I have been here as long as I have because I've been shocked to see the level of dedication from our alums and everyone that has come in contact with Center College. And I think sometimes I, I'm blown away that I've been here as long as I have, but I think that shows the type of place that it is. And I can't say enough good things about Center and just the experience that it provides to everyone that works here, but also any of the students that are lucky enough to go here for four years, for sure. Mm-hmm. definitely feel that way mm-hmm. yeah sometimes I'm like I can't believe I work here and get to work with students and it's it's really cool right. I know for like friends I've talked to recently you know we've been out of school for six years and they haven't been to center as much lately what are updates coming to center athletics new opportunities facilities I know we're growing and expanding and that's all really exciting so yeah. more updates on that no, we're very excited. We just had the grand opening of baseball back in March, the Gary Wright Field at Fishman Park, an all-turf facility with brand new locker rooms. We're very, very, very happy with how that turned out. And then obviously the remaining project with Iway, our brand new football stadium and indoor complex with pool and varsity weight room. We're very excited. I mean, like I said before, our campus is about 42% student athletes and we're excited for the championship building opportunities that this is going to provide for those student athletes. Again, we're a growing campus, so we're starting to outgrow some of our spaces. We're also looking at what this could provide for the community, but also for the geographical region in terms of high school meets, high school swim meets. There's so many other things that we're going to be able to do with this facility. Obviously, you know, center is the top priority, but there are so many tremendous impacts that this is going to have for the greater you know, Kentucky community and what we're going to be able to host. So we're very excited. Football looks like it's probably going to open up the very first weekend of September. Everyone listening, please keep your fingers crossed for us. <laughs> we're really hoping that that does happen. Feel very good about it right now. And then the the large field house and the remainder of the project is anticipated to be completed next summer in 2023. But I, I truly believe that Now that I've been on the coaching side and I've traveled to a lot of the schools in our region, this completely beats out all of our competitors in terms of facilities and what we're going to be offering to the students, faculty, and staff on this campus. It might be one of the 
premier facilities in Division Three, in my opinion, once everything is completed. So we're very excited. <laughs> yeah, it's it's going to be phenomenal, and I'm I'm very very excited, and I can't say enough about our admin group, but all of our coaches and Allie Lilly has done such a phenomenal job getting a lot of this kicked off. You know, Brad has always had this idea and has always wanted to see this happen within his time here. And I think you're seeing the fruit of the labor from everyone that is really invested in this to make this happen. And it's only going to continue to grow and get bigger and better from here. So I'm very, very excited. And like I said before, keeping all my fingers crossed that, <laughs> that we, that we, we do get everything done. Well, we are, you know, we had a lot of luck with, with baseball. So we're very excited to, you know, roll that over into the next phase as yeah. well. That came up that field came out of nowhere so quickly. It was I amazing. It was amazing. Very impressive. I had so many friends who were here for our five-year reunion in October for homecoming, and I sent a picture last night when I was at the game at the baseball field, and they were like, how did that get there? Well, <laughs> it's like, when did this happen? Yeah. yeah, which is amazing, and it's it's really cool to yeah. see center growing. And I think one of my favorite things you've talked about is how invested people are at center, like people who work here and go here. It is a really special thing, and I think it's special mm-hmm. to get to work here and give back to a place that's meant so much to us and see other people being affected by by the investment too absolutely no i was gonna say i mean it's all for the students right like the investment is for the students and for the community as well so uh, that's gonna be a special thing to be able to go to a place where everybody the faculty and staff are really invested in your future and what you're doing inside and outside of sports academics Mm -hmm. social i mean pretty much everything yeah but before we get to the last question i actually want to roll back for a second you talked about the football team and the women's soccer team going to ireland right Mm -hmm. what about you know opportunities to study abroad when you're also playing a sport too because i that puts a really big impact I mean we have a pretty big emphasis at center just studying abroad in general but how does that work into when you're doing athletics too yeah no I mean that's a great question I will say since I was coaching a fall sport all of our field hockey players would go abroad in the spring that was pretty pretty standard so we already knew going into what would be our non-traditional training season that we weren't going to probably have our entire junior class I would say most of the juniors will go abroad in the spring of their they would obviously go abroad. There are some sophomores that will dabble every once in a while as well with going abroad in the spring of their sophomore year. But I will say it's usually a conversation that these student athletes have with their coach. They let them know if they're interested in doing it. The other part of that is we are advisors for our student athletes. So typically we're listed as a reference for all of the recommendations for the abroad trips. So almost every one of our coaches has filled out a recommendation on behalf of that student athlete for one of the abroad programs because you do have to apply to get into a certain number of them. And then obviously it's ranked in priority of where you wanna go and we'll fill that out as well. And then beyond that, there is the conversation of the team trip in the summer. Per NCAA rules, we're allowed to go on a trip every three years. So it's a very powerful opportunity to go before you're permitted to start training and practicing. The summer that we went to Ireland with the field hockey team, we ended up going 18 and one on our entire season and winning the conference championship. And we played phenomenal. So there's there's definitely a, an advantage there to do so. But I bring that up because I think our winter sports every once in a while kind of struggle with finding the right time to go because mm-hmm. their seasons cross over. But I also think that 
through our global citizenship office and many of our coaches have worked here for quite some time. You're only a conversation away from figuring something out and finding another opportunity. So we've had a lot of student athletes go abroad in the summer through other programs. If there also isn't a program here that we can offer, you can go through other institutions. So for example, there's a current field hockey player that left at the beginning of January and is based in Glasgow, Scotland all the way through May. So there's other opportunities. So if we don't have the set program here, you typically can also try to go to UK. Um, and then there's other students from local institutions that will do so as well. We've had, you know, field hockey players go abroad with some of Transylvania's women's soccer players before. And it, it's just a nice little, it's a nice little balance. But I always say, again, if you're looking at a school like Center, you are going to be able to do a lot more than your sport, but it's always about sitting down and having a conversation, expressing that this is important to you. So whenever a player would come in and say, I really want to go abroad in the spring. Okay, well, let's talk about that. What do you need from me? Do we need to talk to mom and dad? Like, is there anything else that you want to go over before we make this happen and move forward? And, and typically, you know, the parents are always good because they knew that was going to be an opportunity for their daughter if they were to come to center because of how strong our study abroad program is. I can talk about study abroad forever. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, uh, do you need someone to go on the trip? Right. <laughs> I yeah, I know um, men's yeah. soccer is going to Italy next summer, which sounds amazing mm-hmm. too. And do you need a chaperone? I'm really interested. Yeah. <laughs> They're always looking for chaperones. Well, it's funny that you mentioned that because another thing I did want to bring up because there's a lot of other areas that we use to help support our student athletes. Because like we said before, the schedule's crazy. Like there's so many things going on that, you know, sometimes you're stretched a little thin and then in terms of studying, you know, your time is is very narrowed so we established back in 2011 the faculty liaison program through the mm-hmm. athletic department so there's one to two to three faculty members that are also an added advisor for each sports team that's here so our faculty liaison for field hockey was professor amanda falk who's in our biology department who's phenomenal she's so great after a lot of our games she'll bake brownies and baked goods to bring to the girls after the game it's really really nice but beyond your coach beyond the athletic directors in the department. You also have your own advisor that you're given your first year. And then obviously that changes within the designation of your major. But then we also have the faculty liaison program too. So we actually invited our faculty liaison to come on our abroad trip. It didn't end up working out, but we explored her doing a geological rock collecting specimen at Cliffs of Mower so that we could come back and the girls could potentially receive a one semester credit for their trip. So again, another thing that I think is great is we're always one conversation away from making things happen here, and I think that's the beauty of being at a small private liberal arts school is that we're small but we're mighty and we're all interconnected, and mm-hmm. we just want to see the student-athletes and the students in general flourish. So what can we do to maybe make their time here a little bit easier, but also in a way that can challenge them and invigorate them to maybe explore some other things they never thought they would before? And and I think that's, again, what makes Center really special. That was pretty interesting. I yeah, I had no idea. Available. Yeah. <laughs> that's amazing. I want to go. <laughs> yeah. I mean, any time we've had, we've, there's been, I can't tell you how many times I've proctored exams or quizzes on the road, or if I had an issue with, you know, missing something specifically, I would also, you know, reach out to our faculty, faculty liaison, because, you know, our science students are very challenged here in terms of labs and their time commitment. So we want to make sure that we're giving them the support that they need, and we're we're very lucky to have that program, for sure. We've come to the end of the episode. <laughs> our, our traditional ending question is one word that you would describe Minnesota College. 
Well, I might have to break your question rule because I have a two oh word. I know it's a okay. one <laughs> word, but I have a two word, and I did think about them. This time, but I will allow it this you time. You will allow it this time. Okay. <laughs> I was thinking, it's been I'm, a good episode. <laughs> I'm, I like to say I'm a good rule breaker in terms of this. But to me, I was really thinking about everything that center encompasses and you know my time here and I am shocked when not many people know about Center. So to me, I, I consider Center a hidden gem. That's honestly the way that I would categorize everything that we talked about, that it's just a matter of getting families and prospective students here. Once they're here and they see the interactions on campus, they are able to go to a class and see the interactions happening in the classroom and that they actually know you by your first name and you're not a number. And then you're seeing them getting to compete and play a sport that they love while also getting ready to fill out their application to go abroad or they've had multiple internship opportunities and research opportunities on top of everything else that they've been offered here. It is a hidden gem in so many ways and I can't say enough good things about the college as a whole and just everything that it provides you and challenges you with while you're here. And many of my former players have come to me and said that if they would not have come to Center College, they would not have been as prepared as they were for graduate school or for the rigor of graduate school or veterinary school or whatever they're going after. They had the people here who personally invested in them and held them accountable and really gave them the resources that they need. And now they are just thriving. and. In a selfish way, I'm, I'm kind of glad that not many people know about that, but in a weird way, I want everyone to know about Center and how great this place is and the personal education and personal approach that, that your son or daughter or child will receive once they're here, for sure. So I'm sorry I broke your rule for the two. <laughs> for the two. No. Um, I had to because that was honestly the one that I just kept coming back to, yeah. honestly. You backed it up well. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was a good two-word. <laughs> you defended it. It's okay. <laughs> you just have to have a good answer. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for spending time of with course. us and yeah. sitting down. And I know I learned stuff I didn't know. And it was really cool just to hear more about what you're doing and the real student-athlete experience here. So we really appreciate it and hope to see you again soon. Awesome. Thanks for having me. Thank you.